Classic Reviews is back after a bit of a break because of uh, iZombie and everything. Uh, this is for Toy Story 2. Uh, so in case you guys weren't aware, uh, Classic Reviews will have had um, five episodes for the first half. Well, not the first half. I'm not really calling it a first half. Uh, but five episodes, it would have taken a break and it would have uh, just come back just now on the, the day that you're listening to this. Um... Which will be the week after iZombie finishes. This will this episode will come out. So we should have done the finale podcast. And all that would have happened already. Uh, so Toy Story 2. 1999. Uh, I would have been about 4 years old roughly. And uh, there's a bit of uh, history. Between me and Toy Story. Obviously whole childhood, childhood nostalgia and stuff. Um, you guys will have heard my uh, second review. My re-review. My uh, newer review for Toy Story 1. I felt like I wanted to redo the the review. uh, In case you guys missed it. That would have been one of the episodes in this season. uh, For classic reviews. So go and check that out. Um, But I definitely remember seeing Toy Story 2 in in the cinema. Because there was a particular thing that happened. Uh, This is one of the more embarrassing things I'm going to admit on a podcast. But I was only like 4 years old. So... Things were obviously very different. I'm now 20 years older than that. Um, or, you know, actually 21 years older than that by, by the time you hear this. Because my birthday would have happened and I would be 25 when this podcast comes out. Um, so, at the start, they show you... Basically, we jump straight into the Buzz scene. Or the scene with Buzz. He's gone onto Is it like Zerg's planet or whatever? He's flying around. He's doing all this, this different stuff. And he does that cool thing where he shoots that blue crystal thing. And it kills all those... Robots. Uh, he he flies down to um, Zerg's sort of base or whatever. Goes to grab that battery, and uh, has a has a very short fight with Zerg. He rolls out the way and everything, and uh, he gets shot. He gets killed. Um, and uh, I very much thought that he did get killed in Toy Story Two. Um, and basically, I ended up. Excuse me, I ended up full on crying in the cinema. Because uh, obviously I was about four years old. And, you know, now nowadays when I watch something and a character gets killed, sometimes they get resurrected anyway, depending on what show you're watching. And, uh, yeah, I didn't know the rules. I didn't know about, like, fake-out deaths and all that kind of stuff. Not that that's a fake-out death, really. It's not really. It's a bit more of, like, a quick trick in, in a way. Um, but, yeah, I thought Buzz Lightyear had been killed. 
I thought that one of the main two protagonists of the series uh, was dead. So obviously I was quite upset at that. Um, so yeah, that wasn't great. And then uh, obviously my my parents were with me at the time. And of course instantly, like as soon as he's dead, you cut to the uh, TV and you, you see that Rex is playing playing the video game. And then my, I remember my mum sort of, because I like full on had my head in my hands and I was crying. I wasn't even looking at the screen because I was like, oh my god, they've just they've just killed Buzz Lightyear. That was that was what was going through my head. Um, wow, very different time. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> uh, and then my mum sort of like you know tapped me or whatever, and she's like, look, look, Buzz is right there because obviously Buzz is standing right next to Rex, and you got the controller. Um, and then I look up and obviously Buzz is fine and well, he's standing there and, uh, my mum sort of, like, I think briefly explained to me, again, this is in 1999, so memory might be slightly foggy, but I remember this pretty well, uh, and, uh, she's like, look, Buzz is, Buzz is fine, it was just, they was just playing a game, and then I look up and, uh, yeah, it's just a game, Buzz is fine, and, uh, he didn't die, so, <laughs> I watched the rest of the film. Um, yeah, that was, that was quite a different time, but, um, yeah, I thought, I thought Bud Light, Bud Lightyear had been killed, and, uh, I was pretty devastated, um, only for, like, what, 10, 20 seconds between, between where they, shoots him and the top half of him gets exploded, and when you cut to Buzz, it's about, what, 15 seconds or, or so, I, I, I never timed it, and I didn't on this watch, but, uh, yeah, uh, so that, so that was that, and that's that, and, um, yeah, I thought that, that had happened, um, but yeah, and then, yeah, I looked up and watched the rest of the film and had a pretty good time, uh, it's now 2019, um, so, yeah, 1999, 2019, we're a few years, uh, uh ahead from there, and, uh, I did go and rewatch the film, I thought it was, you know, pretty, pretty important that I do so, um, and yeah, it holds up, holds up really, really well, I really, really liked it, and, um, I was kind of thinking, once I'd finished this film, I was kind of thinking, okay, is this better than Toy Story 1? And although you guys will hear this kind of weeks apart, I watched Toy Story 1, like, last week, uh, for the for the other classic reviews rewatch. I think it's, like, as good as Toy Story 1, but I also think, like, you can, can kind of compare it in terms of, okay, in the first one, Buzz gets lost. Or, you know, gets hit off the thing. I spoke about the whole Woody redemption arc kind of thing. In this, it's very much like, okay, Woody gets kidnapped. It's kind of a different situation because, you know, Buzz gets knocked out the window. And he does kind of get kidnapped or whatever. But in this is is the case that Woody gets stolen. Gets stolen from the yard sale, which he wasn't supposed to be at. Because he was trying to rescue the uh, the penguin toy. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, is it Squeaky or something? He tries to rescue him, and then Al steals him, just like breaks open the the uh, little lockbox thing, and does that. And I think it's just a case of like this is as good as the first Toy Story. Uh, it's about five ten minutes longer, um, but I really think it just depends on what arc you kind of prefer. Do you prefer um, Buzz going missing and having Sid as the enemy, or do you prefer um, Woody being kidnapped but kind of finding new friends, which I'll talk about in a minute, and then having uh, Buzz go out and look for him. So it's, it's a role reversal, but you kind of got some different situations. And obviously, in terms of Buzz as well, you've got the whole Zerg thing, which I kind of already mentioned, although that was the video game stuff. Um, and to me, I don't really have a, a necessary preference either way. Um, it's I think it's done well both ways. I think um, both of these films 
are just full of fun, they're full of laughs, I laughed a lot of times watching this, um, and it's been maybe like four or five years since I've seen this, I I've, I've think this is definitely the, it's either the third or the fourth time, because obviously I watched it in 1999, um, and then I probably watched it once more, and then I did, I remember I watched it about four or five years ago, and now I'm here watching it again, um, obviously some of those watches I remember, some of them I don't, uh, but, um, yeah, some bits I, I definitely did remember, some other bits I didn't, um, like you've got the, uh, crossing the road thing, which is quite a good, uh, quite a sort of, I don't know if it's iconic, it is quite good though, and it's, but it's quite short, um, scene where the, all the toys are crossing the road, and then you of course got Mr. Potato Head, he, he loses his foot, uh, and he just like barely gets out of that, and then, um, the kind of comedic thing in there of like, oh, we did it really safely, we did it really well. It's like, yeah, you guys caused a massive traffic accident kind of thing. Um, little bit, bit of a kind of comedic spin on that, I suppose, as well. Um, I suppose it's kind of fair to compare Sid and um, Al. Uh, Sid, obviously, you know, a, a naughty young child young teenager kind of it's kind of hard to tell how, how old he is although i think he's probably older than andy um is you know blowing up toys and just trying to be have reckless fun whereas al's a you know what f- in his 40s at least probably and he's just trying to sell toys just make a profit and you can kind of see that when like he comes into certain scenes he's rushing around and uh, when he's speaking to the is it the Asian people he's he's, he's trying to sell these toys to, because uh, it's like an Asian airliner I think, um, and he's like oh can you add another zero in this and that and I'm gonna make all so much money and um, when he's negotiating with um, what's it Andy's mom he's like oh I'll give you fifty dollars and then uh, what's it I think uh, Mr Potato Head's like hey fifty dollars is is not bad, um, which again is a nice kind of comedic thing. Um, so yeah, you really just have a, a bit of a difference of story in terms of the villains there. Uh, you've also, of course, got Stinky Stinky Pete's basically a villain. You've got uh, Zerg, who's kind of a fun villain. And it's kind of interesting in that way as well, because obviously Zerg, direct villain to uh, Buzz Lightyear. And then you've got Stinky Pete, who's kind of a villain to everybody in the end, but mainly towards Woody because of... Well, he kind of turns villainous because of Woody's decision to essentially want to go back to Andy. And he uh, locks the the air vent thing, or the uh, the uh, the vent thing. Yeah, um, I I didn't find Stinky Pete very interesting. Plus, I don't think that's actually a very good name for a uh, for a character. Although you can kind of see why he's he's sort of called that. Um, it's interesting as well because he's kind of similar in some ways to um, Al in in a little in 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 some ways he he kind of is. Um, Bullseye is quite fun. He's a nice, interesting kind of addition. He basically replaces RC in this film because he uh, RC's not in this film. RC is the uh, remote control car that um, that uh, Woody uses in the first film. Of course, when they're trying to do the you know, the famous rocket scene when they're going up in the air and Buzz ends up sort of falling with style. So he's not in this, and he I I don't know if he gets replaced necessarily by Bullseye, but Bullseye's definitely Woody's kind of uh, new companion in that sort of way um but buzz uh, not buzz um but bullseye's obviously got uh by the way bullseye's the the horse that that woody meets just to kind of clear that up um he's kind of got like slightly i don't know if it's slightly more character but he's certainly more able to like emote a bit more whereas a car he sort of shifts and move around and makes different noises but 
bullseye is much more like he's able to move around a bit more and interact with Woody a bit more and that was uh, kind of interesting to see um, what else do you have this in this film um, yeah that's kind of what I want to say at the moment um, but yeah it's it's really good it's really sort of uh, full of life and very very fun and I'll get into uh, Woody's other companions that he meets in a minute but let's take a quick break here Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today today's second sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner so get started with a new website and domain name today with kualu Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so if you missed it on Entertainment Talk, of course we've uh, probably at this point finished covering the recent seasons of Star Trek, The Walking Dead, the DC shows other than Supergirl. Uh, what else would have finished? Game of Thrones would have finished. So, of course, this year is probably the biggest TV event since like the finale of Breaking Bad, maybe. Um, yeah, Obviously, Game of Thrones is going to be massive this year, which is interesting to say in the past because it would have already happened by the time you guys hear this. But we will have covered that season. Obviously, a massive, massive show for us this year. Um, we're very much looking forward to it and um, the coverage will already have been said and done. So if you missed that or if you're caught catching up with Game of Thrones or whatever the case may be, uh, you can find that as well. We, do, we did uh, reviewing Westeros as well. Uh, I Zombie will have actually finished by the time this comes out because it will have this will come out the week after. So if you missed our coverage of I Zombie again, or if you're catching up or whatever the case may be, that will also be that show's final season. So I Zombie will finish this year with a with a fifth season on the CW and Game of Thrones, obviously with its eighth and final season on HBO. <coughs> um, so both of those will be out there as well. Um, I assume near this time, Better Call Saul would have hopefully had some kind of a date for when we'll be covering that but we'll, we we are assuming that that's coming back this year for its fifth season which is potentially its final season but they haven't confirmed that yet again more information might have been released by the time this podcast comes out uh, but me and David are looking forward to doing that as well so a few things ending this year um, also recently we had the news of uh, Arrow of course ending this year so a bunch of shows finishing uh, iZombie, uh, Game of Thrones um, Better Call Saul potentially finishing this year uh, Arrow will be finishing, but that will actually be finishing next season, not this current season that will have finished. Uh, the eighth season is going to be the last one of that, so uh, we will have be will be covering that as well. Uh, random gaming talk, me and Robert, I assume, will still be doing that podcast. 
uh, so you guys can check out. Um, it might be E3 by the time you guys um, hear this. Uh, EA today announced that they were dropping out. Sony obviously isn't going, uh, but Microsoft, Ubisoft, Microsoft, uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, that's correct. Um, they will both be there, I think, and as well as some of the other companies like uh, yeah, Microsoft, Ubisoft. Who else is left? Uh, Nintendo, I suppose. Uh, so we'll probably would have covered E3 if and when that happens. So that'll be interesting to do. Film reviews, Avengers Endgame will have come out by this point. Captain Marvel will have come out by this point. So you can check out our reviews for those. And probably other stuff between now and then. Uh, so check those out as well. But that's all what would have either happened or been happening or whatever. Uh, the case may be on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, so yeah, Toy Story 2, it's really, really good, it's full of a lot of heart, and, uh, it's a lot of fun and everything. I like how, see, it's interesting watching these so close together, um, Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2, and the, um, Toy Story of Terror thing that, that I covered as well. Uh, because these films always start off very, very energetic, like, you had the whole thing at the start with, obviously, Buzz doing the, uh, the mission that he goes on in the game and everything. Um, and then, like, Woody's trying to look for his hat, and everybody's kind of, um, going around and doing their own thing and whatever. And, uh, then they have the yard sale, and they're packing out, pack, panicking, sorry, about that. And then, um, the dog gets introduced. Did they give the dog a name? I can't remember the dog's name. Um, no, I can't remember them, them giving the, the dog a name. It might have one, but I've, I've forgotten it if, if that's the case. Uh, is it Buster? Might be the, I think it's Buster. Um, yeah, the dog, new dog comes in. Obviously, that was teased at the end of uh, was it the first Toy Story? Toy Story, because they also teased um, Mrs. Potato Head, who we see the debut of in this film as well, um, as well as like I said, uh, the the new dog that they get. So that's kind of cool to see them be introduced to the story. And I immediately kind of remembered, um, obviously, with uh, Toy Story Two being um, Buster's first film. I remember Toy Story Three being like because it was nine years later. No, 11 years it must must have been. Because it was 2010, I'm pretty sure, uh, Toy Story 3. So yeah, 11 years between this and uh, Toy Story 3. And then Buster's like really old, a really kind of old dog and everything. So that was that was kind of fun when that happened. Um, but no, it's it's full of fun. It it does a lot of stuff right. It uh, also does like, you know, some, some nice kind of sly messaging as well to children and to families and that kind of stuff. Um, I do like the, the fact that, uh, you know, when Woody decides to stay, he puts on the TV and everything, and you've got the whole friend in me and all that sort of stuff, like, which is kind of the theme, in a way, for Toy Story. You've got a friend in me, is reminded of Woody and all that, and how, uh, even though, see, it's interesting, because they kind of allude to the future as well, with, um, the whole yard sale, and, you know, you'll eventually, your, your owner will eventually, like, outgrow you, because, like, like how, um, Sticky Pete says in the film, like, what are you going to do? Join Andy in college and his honeymoon and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, sorry, when are you going to join Andy for that kind of stuff? Um, he asks Woody that question. Um, and it's like, yeah, you, you eventually, like, you know, he will get married and whatever and goes to college, which we do see at the end of Toy Story 3. Um, so, like, what are you going to do? And this is your chance to, like, be on, um, display and stuff with with the thing that they're going to and everything um so kind of sends an interesting message for like the future of of these characters and of these toys because of what happens in toy story 3 and then being passed off to uh bonnie it's either bonnie or connie i think it's bonnie um at the end of toy story 3 so it's an interesting way to kind of allude to that as well um 
and just like with the uh, what the penguin toy says as well, um, it's like yeah, we'll eventually be put on the shelf because our owners will you know grow up and they'll have jobs and all that kind of stuff. They'll you know grow up and be adults and they won't be playing with us forever. Um, but then you do have kind of the more positive side of that as well, which is there will always be new young kids for you guys to go off and join like Bonnie to uh, go and be played with but then it's also the case of like if you look at 2019 how many children are still playing with toys I think if if you get like if you look at much younger children like Andy kind of in the first film as he's like at primary school and stuff you're probably still playing with some toys but um, like kids grow up quick quick and stuff and they end up you know getting into nintendo gaming and all all that sort of thing and they eventually just put you on the shelf so it is kind of that case of okay you can be passed off and that sort of stuff but like what what are these toys like life cycle what um what's the future kind of hold for them so it's an interesting question i think it's something that is also going to be addressed in um Toy Story 4, so that should be interesting to see as well. And like, yeah, what what, what is the future of these these characters as well? What is going to happen to uh, um, Buzz and Woody and everybody else at, at the end of these films? We'll have to just wait and see. So, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like what I said with the um, Toy Story of Terror thing. Like, you can do a like, even if they get put on the shelf and that kind of stuff and don't get played with as much. They're still gonna kind. They still can kind of go around, do their own adventures, and that sort of stuff. I mean, with the whole journey of um, you know Buzz being kind of kidnapped and Woody being kidnapped, none of that stuff's got anything to do with Andy. He's not involved in that at all. He actually goes off. Was it to summer camp or something? Um, and then Woody happens to get stolen, and that's that is the adventure they go on. So that is the thing for them to do, and it's got nothing to actually do with Andy playing with them. So. Um, I feel like we got a bit more screen time with Andy as well in in this Toy Story 2. Because in the first one, he was kind of in like the first couple of minutes, which he is in this as well. It's the, um, I think his mum kind of says to him, like, you've got five minutes before we have to go. And he's like, five minutes? Huh, wonder what I could do. And then he starts coming out with his, like, plaything or, or whatever. His, um, his scenario, which, you know, as an imaginative child, he's come up with to put these toys into. Which is the best way I can kind of explain that. Um, yeah, come up with his own imagination of what to do with these toys, and he does that for five minutes or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, eventually Bonnie's gonna gonna grow up. What do they do then? Do they go into another new owner? Um, or can, can you have a future with Toy Story where they don't necessarily... Well, they have owners and homes and shelves that they're being put on, but maybe they're not being played with as much and stuff. And, um, what do they do? After that, do they just simply go on their own adventures? I mean, like if you think about it, uh, we all we all have. I mean, I know none of ours are real or whatever, and then they're gonna go off and do their own adventures. But um, when you buy like you know collectibles of you know Avengers toys and uh, DC stuff and Toy Story toys and all that all that kind of stuff, uh, even though we do go off and you know, like you know do our own, our own things with our, our own lives. We do still have them in our homes, and we do just simply put them on the shelf. So it, it's kind of a case for these toys of are they okay with still living with their owner, which is you know being put on Andy's shelf or Bonnie's shelf, but not just not being played with as much because they outgrow them and move on with their lives and and that kind of stuff. So it's an interesting thing to kind of think about in a way, um, and a thing that they will have to kind of tackle in Toy Story Four. Um, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, 
And yeah, I think that's mostly what I've what I've got for you guys. There was oh yeah, there was one other little kind of is a really small detail, but I thought it was kind of interesting that they put it in, and it was something that I forgot. In the end scene, uh, not the end scene, the scene where um, Woody and Jess—I haven't even spoken about Jess or anything like that yet. Um, so I should talk about those uh, her as well because I, I talked about Stinky Pete and I talked about Bullseye. Uh, Jess is a really kind of fun addition as well. Um, obviously she's with this like Western group that ever it's like the uh, Woody's Roundup that's it um, I knew they had a name it was just kind of escaping me the Woody's Roundup crew um, like a whole story of being left in the box and all that kind of stuff is all really really sad and everything and um, yeah she's I mean she's a nice kind of female addition to the cowboy or I guess cowgirl side of things in this in this kind of situation um and it yeah it brings a bit of a different uh interesting dynamic for for the group and everything so um i think that's really kind of cool as well um but yeah the last bit where um what's it buzz is on bullseye he's riding him and he's you know chasing after the plane there's a bit where the plane turns left and you the camera cuts to where you can see the plane turning left. If you guys go back to that scene, you don't have to rewatch the whole film necessarily. But if you go back to that scene and you look at where Buzz should be, he is actually on Bullseye and he's going around with the plane. I just thought that was a really nice little detail because they could have like saved a small amount of money, cut him out of that bit and just, just shown the plane turning. Um, but yeah, I know it's such a very small thing but it really is kind of cool to see... Uh, them include that and he's just he looks really really small on the screen he's just kind of um, not hopping but like galloping along and you can kind of see him going up and down a bit and uh, what's it like turning with the plane I, d I just thought that was kind of a nice little detail as well so that was kind of cool but uh, yeah Toy Story 2 it's a lot of fun it's really really good I'm going to give it what did I give Toy Story 1 I can't remember even though I did it last week you guys will it's you know been recorded and it's out there so it's not like it's lost I'm going to give Toy Story 2 a 9.2 um, I think it does have still have kind of some problems um, but I do think that uh, the screen time with because you've got because my one of my problems with Toy Story 1 is the screen time that um, that Sid has um, and with this you kind of got it split with, between three different villains which is Zerg who pops up now and again and whatever um, there's something else I want to say to do with Zerg as well. Uh, Zerg kind of pops up here, screen time, and then you have, um, Al, he pops up here, screen time, and then you have, um, Stinky Pete. So they all kind of share it a bit, and it's all a bit, like, um, a lot more condensed than you don't get scenes that are too long with, with any of them. I like the kind of, um, see, it's interesting as well, because I know this doesn't quite connect, but it's interesting if you think about it, maybe. Um, obviously at this point, um, I don't think they had it anyway, I think it was, uh, in the, at some point in the 2000s, they didn't have the, uh, Star Wars license in this, but it's interesting, obviously because the original trilogy, I believe, would have been out at this point, yeah, I think it was probably out at this point, when, uh, this film came out, the whole, um, I am your father line with Zerg, I thought that was quite fun to kind of put in, in, in there as well. And I do think that that's obviously taken some inspiration from the very, very iconic scene of, you know, Darth Vader telling Luke that he's his father. Um, I won't even give a spoiler warning for that because I think every single person knows that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a nice kind of little nod to that as well. And it's really interesting that, like, you know, 
is it, was it 2017 Force Awakens or 2016 like 16 years later or whatever um, or however long it's been between this film and, and The Force Awakens that the company that uh, made this obviously Pixar is involved as well would end up buying the license for that film and own the franchise. That's it's kind of an interesting thing to think about if you if you kind of think about it as well. I mean, I'm sure other films and TV shows and games have done similar other bits with like reveals like that as well. But uh, I didn't think it was just kind of cool to see. Um, all right, that's all my thoughts uh, that I can think of for Toy Story 2. It's really good. It's really fun. Nine point three. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4. What's probably going to happen is you guys will probably see my Toy Story 4 podcast before my Toy Story 3 one. Um, Because I don't know if Toy Story 3 will be in this classic review season. Because I've kind of done one entry per per franchise per season. Because I didn't do any of the sequels of... Terminator or Bad to the Future in Season 1. I left those all for Season 2. So I think it would make sense if the third entries for those... All get saved for the third season. Um, so I'll probably... Yeah, I'll probably do Toy Story 4 before I do Toy Story 3. But obviously I'll see Toy Story 4. And then do the podcast for that in June. Is that film due out? I think. Um, so you guys will hear that. And then Toy Story 3 I'll do probably next year as well. So that will be some fun to do. And hey, it's more Toy Story for me to do. So that's good as well. Alright, thank you everybody very much for listening. If you'd like to send in feedback or get in contact. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter at EtalkUK. There's the contact page as well. And you should be able to find all that stuff in your show notes. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast. Support Entertainment Talk. Patreon.com forward slash Entertainment Talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So that's a good way to support us as well. iTunes please rate, review and subscribe to the feeds that we have. That will help us out as well. And help you out if you subscribe. Because then you'll get sent the new episodes. And then possibly the best way to support us, word of mouth, tell your friends, family, people that you work with, anybody that you see talking about these shows, these video games, these uh, these films, any of that kind of stuff, let them know about us, they can come and uh, discover the content for themselves, hopefully they can share it with their friends and family, people that they know, social media, please share the post on Facebook with our Facebook page, or the group, the group is public as well, so that should help with, uh, if you share those posts that will work as well, please retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to do so. Uh, it all helps out a lot and uh, I appreciate those of you that do that as well it, um, I, I do notice it does show and uh, it really really helps lastly video games if you want to watch me Robert or David play different video games uh, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels Robert's got one on Mixer thank you all very much for listening this has been a very fun it's been really fun to go back to Toy Story honestly um, it's been a couple of years, and although, sure, I remembered some stuff, it is still kind of a fresh watch for me as well. And hey, it's Toy Story. It's a lot of fun. Who doesn't like Toy Story? I want to know who doesn't like Toy Story. Because, uh, why wouldn't you? What's wrong with it? Um, but yeah, thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>